You're listening to The Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A-Love. They're here to make you come on a journey with them as they indulge you in all of your naughtiest thoughts while navigating sex with nonchalance and a whole lot of Crisco, of course. Hey everybody, you're listening to The Screw with Felicia Rose, A-Love, and our special co-host, Leon. What's Welcome up? Welcome to the show, Leon. Thank you. Thank you. You are a regular. I feel like you need no introduction. But for anybody that doesn't know who Leon is, Leon is a member of our queer family here at The Screw and is also starting up a new podcast on New Queer Radio very soon called Cool Eros. And if you could summarize actually Cool Eros in like one or two sentences, what would you say it's about? It's, uh, it's about community. Mm-hmm. It's about um, the Latinx queer existence within okay. the New York City area, and yeah, it's about it's our, our stories, who we are, what we're really all about, you know. Uh, to contrast some of the images of, about us as a community that that you you know often see in the media, you know. So it's kind of like a behind the scenes, true life. I'm a queer Latinx. NYC or something like that. I don't know why I made it. <laughs> it just kind of formulated in my brain that way. Behind the scenes. <laughs> Behind the bed. True life. <laughs> so that sounds actually very interesting. I can't wait to listen myself. Um, are you going to have episodes in Spanish as well? Um, so far, nothing in Spanish. It's more like. It's more. It's, more, it's a combination. It's like a Spanglish version. Oh, okay, of, cool. Yeah. Awesome. So I think I'll that's more of the style in. where we're going with it. I, I would tune in either way and try to figure out what the fuck you were saying, if not. <laughs> but, um, but no, that sounds really interesting. So we'll be sure to look for it and re-advertise it when it's about to drop. So yeah. welcome to the show, Liam. Thank you. Yeah. Um, now, we have a bunch of very important political topics to go through today. Mm. Aaron woke up on motherfucking fire. So I'm actually going to like give Aaron the microphone where I normally would have it. Biden is a narc! Woo! Biden okay. is a narc, motherfuckers. Now, yeah. to anybody that doesn't know what the fuck you're talking about, <laughs> because it's easy to kind of let other news overshadow the other stuff, right? Oh, absolutely. So what do you mean by that? So, like, I mean, we, we all knew Biden did not come out behind marijuana legalization at no point in the election, wasn't planning on it, but had, like, kind of, like, left a pretty, like, gentle, like, you know, White House staffers would be considered even if they participated in recreational marijuana use because, you know what, there's a lot of states where it's legal now. Um, apparently, uh, you know, according to the press secretary, uh, he definitely did not hold firm on that and a bunch of staffers were let go. Were they tested? Um, it's not about that. They just, these were like apparently like admitted people like who had, you know, like that there was... It was known kind of thing. Yeah, and it wasn't supposed to be a problem. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so they're, it sounds like they're already trying to backtrack because of backlash, but, you know, of all the things that, like, could be a concern right now, like, kids in cages that they don't want to call a crisis, that's a crisis. Right, there's, (laughs) first of all, yes, well, let's, yes, that's, this is a ridiculous thing to even be on the radar, right? Yeah. And it's, it's kind of like, well, what else is happening behind the scenes? Mm -hmm. That's always my question is <laughs> what the fuck are they hiding if this is the fucking headline right. Right? right but also just the first thing I think of is yeah okay maybe those people will get their jobs back but now they're forever 
on their record the person who was fired for smoking weed. Right. Like, that's, you just outed a bunch of motherfuckers. That's really not, to me, especially because we don't know why they use it. It could be because of anxiety. Could You know, it could be, have medicinal reasons. It's nobody's fucking business. Well, it seems, it seems very much still tied to the idea that, like, federal prohibition is going to still create problems for federal employment and federal jobs. You know, so, okay, then you should have just come out on the side of tossing this out. Like, you know, we... Right, you can't make something... You can't say it's okay to do this thing and then punish those people. uh, And especially people who are, like, from states where it's legal, you know? Like, how are people to know, you know? like those. All I know is I want my motherfucking senator, congressman, congresswoman, anybody... To be on the gauge because if they're chill enough to make a rat, to maybe me, they won't when vote I'm for war. I smoke and I'm feeling good and I'm making <laughs> rational decisions, right? That, yep. That's what I mean. So maybe like that person that just got all up in mm. arms needs to smoke a little weed. Like that's I want the stony baloney as my fucking but, state representative. Get out of here. With well, that shit. and so you know what that made me think. You know, we talk a lot about things <laughs> about like pleasure and stuff on this podcast and about. Um, you know, drug use and sex and, and all the shit. Drugs! <laughs> drugs, sex, and rock and roll! And I thought, okay, well, these kind of all things are, you know, things we've always kind of been for <laughs> rather than against, you know, in, 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 healthy, in healthy ways and exploratory ways and pleasure-seeking ways rather than, like, you know, destructive ways or, like, you know, uh, ways that may not be of best for your health. Um, and, and the idea that any kind of government body or person is trying to like get into your personal life, especially as an employee, and what we are talking about is employees here. We're not talking about some special designation. We're talking about workers that go to an office and type in a bunch of benign shit for Joe Biden right, right. are being told, we care what you do when you punch out. And we want to come into your home and tell you, put that joint down, bitch. We own you. Yeah. No. So, what this wraps up into broader is the idea of coming at these things from a pleasure activist thing. We are for these things, we're for pleasure, we're for pleasure for people who don't get a lot of access to pleasure. And, and that is an well, important I look thing. Well, I this is like, if, okay, in the same breath, if they had an employee on their staff, and, and mm-hmm. I thought, I was speaking earlier and saying congressman, senator, obviously, you know, that's probably not what we're looking at. We're looking at staffers, right? We're looking so, at White House staffers, yeah. So these staffers, what if one of them had an alcohol problem? Right, that's They would immediately okay. be taken <laughs> out of work, be put into rehab if they wanted to, and be taken care of until they were ready to go back if to work. If they were even found out to begin with, if because they were there's not random with, alcohol but, testing. Right, but like say there was a problem, like right. somebody was like, you know, that that's the thing, is like you can't even... That's discrimination. So like, okay, but we we what what the fuck? Yeah. That that to me blows my mind. I mean, these are all overreaching. If if we're making the arguments, our body, our choice for any argument, that has to extend to everything. Otherwise, show me that you're a shitty worker. It has nothing to do with what you do for drugs, or maybe it does. But that's not my business. You're a shitty worker. Goodbye. Based on your job, your based on how well you do your job Mm. is whether you keep it or not. 
If you yeah. don't come to work drunk as a skunk and no one knows the difference and you're fucking banging it out, <laughs> right. okay, honey. Like, what is yeah. that? What am you're I? You're not say? operating heavy machinery. I watch Mad Men. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. That's funny. I was thinking exactly. Of exactly. I'm not saying I'm not condoning. Obviously, right? right. There are certain jobs. You're right. Yeah. But those jobs do test for those things, right? right? Because of that. You can't say it's okay to do whatever and then in the same breath take that away from these people and now you're out right. as a fucking stoner. Like, come right. on. And, and basically we are letting, like, you know, people with more access and privilege with us dictate what pleasures we're allowed to uh, em- embark on in our lives, which th- that's, that's the definition of being controlled, I think. <laughs> you know, like, Absolutely. no, you know, and, and then this does disproportionately affect other communities and I can tie this directly into these shootings at these massage parlors Mm -hmm. you know we have a a big thing of like ignoring people that work in these communities that over you know lap sex work and overlap pleasure pleasure work in a more broader definition and somehow not thinking or worrying about how vulnerable those communities are you know the, the the shock and outrage are who are these women that were killed? They're a racer from our like dialogue to begin with, you know, in view of the model minority idea of like Asians as doctors and engineers and shopkeepers, but not necessarily pleasure workers in the US, right. is, you know, it shows a disconnect there, you know? And I think it's horrific that they've suggested that this this gentleman's sex may or may not sex addition. This terrorist. This, Please do not say right. gentleman. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. This individual's like um, sex addiction, um, whatever they're deciding that is, is maybe cause or root for for his execution of these women. Um, I think that that is uh, disturbing because again. <laughs> What is a sex addiction? What are we? What are we? What are we talking about? You know, here we're 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 lumping in something that is something that is feels good. You know, sex and trying to make it something like dangerous and scary when this person's problems are probably much more tied to uh, racism and like really misogyny. And again, these women aren't worth anything. Who are these women in society? Who will care about them? In their head, in his head, they were sex workers. Correct. And so therefore their lives are not worth as much as someone else's. You know, you you can't blame this on some twisted thing that these women are somehow a temptation or a a whatever for his sex addiction. (laughs) Like, it, it creates that old plant that sex creates insane monsters who can't control themselves like no it's insane monsters who just happen to also have sex that can't control themselves absolutely that's a great quote right there because it's very true you know and i love to tie people's paraphilias sex Mm -hmm. what they see as sex addiction or sex deviancy or whatever Mm -hmm. into why they acted upon what they acted you know we're not talking about a serial killer by way of he went in and raped, murdered, did this. This is a fucking terrorist. This person went after these women because of their race, because they're a woman, and because of what they did for work. Mm. This wasn't a... He was not satisfying a fucking fetish or a need, according to, quote-unquote, a need, you know. Mm. Not to say that serial killers are better than... I'm I'm saying, like, (laughs) let's not even put it in the realm of that. Because that's, Mm. to me, what you're saying, if there is a late latent sex addiction or or some kind of underlying sex thing, fuel, Mm. that's a serial killer. This person is not a serial killer. He didn't go there and, 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 you know, 
live out the fantasy of right. it doesn't make sense to me right. right this is a motherfucking terrorist this is what this person fucking right. did and let's not call it anything but what it is right. it's like <laughs> when Cosby tried to use the defense of he had a sleeping beauty fetish lots of people have fucking fetishes and they don't go and fucking abuse that fetish right they, they get consent uh, they get consent they go to a sex worker they seek it out in a in a fucking consensual situation they find porn online that works for them mm. in a consensual manner with adults in the fucking porn etc etc wait he really utilized yes that a... he said i have a sleeping beauty wow. fetish addiction paraphilia thing and and I remember I, I tongue in cheek of course because I'm a fucking asshole tweeted about like don't use my favorite fetish as your fucking defense, right. but also it's true because like plenty of us have mm. these fetishes that mm. involve X Y Z Sleeping Beauty for example mm. where there's a like oh the consent is it but the consent right. is there right you know right. the point being that like the person isn't actually asleep blah 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 mm. whatever but. Don't use that as a fucking guise for why you did this monstrous right. thing. You did this monstrous thing because you are a fucking monster, okay? Well, Whether or not there was a sexual component there, don't put that on the fucking people that are out there trying to not be kink-shamed while living right. their fantasies and fetishes and paraphilias out right. in a consensual, healthy manner. Mm -hmm. Period, point, motherfucking blank. Right. You know what I mean? And if you want to have a, a separate discussion on how, like, our society's twisted relationship with sex creates sexual violence, absolutely. Like, the, for sure. The, but, like, you can't use it as an excuse for something else happening. Like, look, there should be a question why why there should be any shame around around pleasure to begin with. That, that individuals are, are seeking these situations that, yes, maybe they have some level of shame when don't want to be found out about but like why create such an intense and dangerous environment for everybody around that shame especially if we're talking about like legal things that are going on you can't have it both ways right. you can't make the argument that like these aren't things that he should be ashamed of but yeah we are going to make it him ashamed of them and use it as an excuse and a reason why he did them right exactly what? Right, right. Like, the this point, is the twisted the point relationship. Is if you have these fetishes or paraphilias, there's a way to act them Safely all out them. in a safe way. Exactly. And there's no shame. It, to me, right. as long as we're talking consent and safety, we're talking no shame right. in the motherfucking game. Right. So therefore, you didn't do it, mm. it within those... There was no consent and there was no safety. Therefore, right. no, you don't get to fucking use right. your fetish as a fucking right. excuse for anything. I'm sorry. Right. And sexual addiction wouldn't explain it, right? To me, sexual addiction, if, if we're going to like put any validity to this term, it's the idea of sex as consumption and the idea that like there is no uh, plateau that is enough for you. That like It's like almost like shopaholicism, right? And this mm -hmm. is most definitely going to be a concept yeah. that like late stage how capitalism does it, How does creates. killing someone fulfill your It does fucking, not. It doesn't. Exactly. You're a, fucking, so you're a murderer. That's another way that that argument doesn't line up. Like if, if you want to make a sexual addiction argument, fine, but that's not this. The sexual addiction would be that he he would consume endlessly until he ran out of money and maybe he went in and robbed the joint to pay off his fees not that he right. shot or anybody or he had to go to the hospital because he had welts on his <laughs> car from exactly. too much Whatever. Exactly. or he spread disease exactly. through to many partners <clears throat> exactly. or you know these are those are the things that you see in yeah. a sexual addicted a sexually addicted person quote unquote whether or not that's a thing who knows but right. I do believe that you can be addicted to anything because serotonin lets off, you know, the serotonin levels sure. in your brain that it gives off, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. My point being that 
And my friend made a great post the other day on Facebook, and they were like, you know, sex addict? All right, I'll tell you. Strong forearms? Check. Went through, like, a whole list of goofy shit and was like, murderer? No. Sorry. It does not make a fucking murderer, (laughs) because I'm sorry, like... If you are a serial killer, if you are a sociopath, if you are a psychopath, the next level up from, say, rape or abuse or something like that right. is murder. Right. We're not talking about somebody who their be-all, end-all of their sexual addiction was to murder. No, right. you're a fucking murderer. That's it. Mm-hmm. The sex addiction, if you have one or not, has nothing to fucking do with killing. That's These are not... Well, and, it, and it's he, again... He didn't even, and it, this is going to sound yeah. fucked up, but he didn't even do a penetrative act. Right. Stabbing right. is the next step up from, say, being a sex addict rapist or a fucking, you know what I mean? That is the next step up because it is a fucking penetrative motherfucking act. So if you're impotent and you stab, it's a release of blah, 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 blah. Whatever the psychology is behind that. This motherfucker didn't do that. It was a racist terrorist act. Let's call it what it is. And it has nothing to do with how he felt about his sexual desires. Sorry. But look at it this way as well, right? There's this... I think in, it's something insidious on like insidious on part of the prosecutors to even bring it up in a like interview statement, and I, I, I think that is the more important like why was it brought up? Why was it used? You right. know, every time they associate poverty with sexuality, with violence, with something, it creates this bigger argument that like poor people all deserve to be exactly where they're at because look at the shit that they engage in fucking massage therapy it discredits everybody right Right. (laughs) it even discredits whatever this fucking kid's training was to become this misogynist fucking racist it just discredits the whole thing and this is this is what them fucking poor people do when you let them have their way you know they get attached and they get connected into these things that are sex you know and this is why we want like to preach abstinence only education this is why we need gated communities you know this but, is excuse me while strategic. i find my wife online and i set up a sex ring in my side fucking hustle with my buddies oh, of course and, and, you know what i mean like, and, well and that's hopefully what's happening now is people are starting to see a little bit more through this bullshit like we've just watched the last four years of somebody blatantly lie to us in such a like obvious way that like unless you know your deficit intellectually is very fucking high you got that you were being lied to you understood what the play and what the con was right um and you know i i don't think kind of this manipulation of of people's minds over these things is going to last that much longer especially more that we all collectively feel the pain of what this kind of in charge power of like fucking people who don't give a shit about people causes and it does cause more mass shootings it does cause more poverty it does cause more people dying from pandemics unemployment you know um all that to say (laughs) in the absence of all this you know we cannot let them destroy something that is fundamental to like our human existence and that is pleasure you know in absence of having economic resource in absence of having like of like the health resources or or physical abilities you may need in the world we have the idea that like things can bring us pleasure and we don't have to feel ashamed over that pleasure right and we have to really like not lose sight of that in a world that is going to seek to like discredit that and blame our own uh like outcomes on our own like 
actions, right? right? You didn't work hard enough. You just need four jobs. You just said, no, you have to understand this is the world now. In this economy, you have to accept you're going to get less. And before you like know it, people are all saying, oh, you know, there was a pandemic, so of course I should be poor. <laughs> but but why <laughs> the transfer of wealth was like huge you know there's two fucking americans that make 40 percent of the entire wealth as the rest of the bottom part of america jeff bezos and that fucking elon musk fuck <laughs> <laughs> elon musk fuck um that that they're in control of your pleasure Essentially, if you want to look at it that way, the people yeah, in control. There's a reason why I can't afford to buy a sex toy on Amazon. That, that isn't fucking. Oh. No, the I want to. I want one of those sex machines, and they're so goddamn expensive. What is a sex machine? It's like one that fucks you for you. Fuck. It's just like it looks oh like a God, fucking drill kind yeah. of, and it like. Like Why do they have They're to so look cool. so like? It looks scary though. They look like, like the mechanical milkers or something, for, like on the farm. Like it looks like farm industrial equipment. <laughs> um, because I can't afford the fancy one that doesn't look like a farm. What milker. is a fancy one? I don't know. There's like six hundred dollar one, seven hundred. I don't know. But I, they had the the boy. Never, they had the male dolls at like the sex shop and ooh, um, like the, the like it's a hard. Like ness attached to it or whatever. That's fun. Yeah, but it's like a body just like laying up with a dildo attached to it. Yeah, I don't want to do the work. The hence the I machine. Mean, the, the machine does the work for you. It does uh, the thrusting and like the in and out. Yeah, all this one does is vibrate. And I just feel like it would be good for people to like to watch. You know, like mm. when I don't have somebody to film with. Yeah. My partner when I'm not when my partners are around to film with. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have like a, a toy to yeah. fuck me for. Me, fuck me for me. <laughs> it looks scary though to me. Like I used to watch a lot of porn where where that was you know the fetish. The fuck machine. Uh, but yeah. like, it looks hot, but then it looks scary. I I've often asked myself if I would use ones. Like I I don't, I don't I, see I think, myself. I will say that because what if it goes wrong, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'll say this. <laughs> Using it on a vagina does mm. not seem as intimidating as using it on an asshole. Oh, fair. At fair, all. Because fair. I agree with you. Like, things could go haywire, right? It just, you could use the wrong remote setting and all of a sudden you're getting drilled sideways from Sunday. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily know when the robots take over, which hole will sustain. I would say the more elastic one. So that's why I think uh, it, it would not scare me, but if I were to flip it on the <coughs> other side and try to do it in my booty, I would, no, I'd probably be so afraid. You'd be intimidated. Yeah. I can't even, like, get my own butt plug out. I'm like, ow! I'm like, breathe in and breathe out. Boop. <laughs> Plop. Yeah, so I mean, like, I guess, like, I've been on that, like, like theme lately because I think... I think overwhelmingly the this these current events are really going to seek to like disconnect us even further from the idea of pleasure, you know, especially when quote unquote everybody is like back to work, whatever we all think that means, like post vaccination. I will say sure. another thing that's going to be a big piece of this puzzle is I I foresee a lot of 
like a big uptick in positive STI results because mm. I really don't think out of everything people were being safe about during the pandemic when when hooking up mm. I really don't know if STIs were top on their priority list mm. I think COVID was mm. and fair enough I'm not gonna I'm not judging or shaming but sure. I will say I think that there is going to be a big uptick in once pe- and also the fact that people took probably a year off from getting tested, right? So like, mm-hmm. that's a year of you not knowing, maybe you've had only one or two partners since, but still, there, you right. know, there's your incubation period and there's now something that you may have given to somebody. Yeah. So I think that's something that people are going to see a big influx in, which is then going to be hopefully not a fucking other health epidemic, choices, but yeah. let's just say like, I'm, I'm it's yeah. been on the, it's definitely been on the back of my mind when thinking about like, well, What's life sexually gonna look like after this for other people? Like, what is people gonna look like dating and um, socializing, and also? But then a lot of uptick in mental. Is anybody gonna go get tested? <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, and I mean I think there's a lot of uptick in mental health concerns as well, and like those things like help disconnect people from intimacy, and I think we yes, we yeah. we definitely are. I mean, we know that there's an uptick in, a, in, in abuse. I mean, you... you have, yeah, when people are sitting at home all day with one another. Absolutely, and I honestly, I think more than anything, more than your STI windfall, I think the physical and sexual domestic abuse and, oh, yeah. and stuff is going to be the waterfall of cacophony, especially once kids are back in school full time and like teachers are trying to deal with different kind of behavioral concerns that like definitely weren't there beforehand. That's true, yeah. I, this stuff is going to come out in guidance counselor one-on-ones and like, it, you know, it, it is... It is concerning in that where we don't talk about it. So therefore, like, you know, what happened to like a whole year of people that came of age stuck in the house with like everybody too? Like, what kind of aggression from, you know, young boys, right? Like, is like out there, you know, like. I can't imagine being like 13, 14 right now locked in my motherfucking house. With like four or five other people, yeah. Yeah. Like, nope, no, I, you know, so I mean, I I think, you know, if we're smart, we talk about those things. I know, you know, the city is trying to put an aggressive effort out to reach into people's, like, homes and, like, get people to start having this conversation about their mental and physical well-being, you know, so, um... Uh, I, I will like throw a, a link on this at least for the New York City area and obviously if anybody else knows of places they can like add things to any of our posts around this podcast yeah for sure but um, you know we, we definitely have to take care of each other right now we know drug use is up like all the red flags and all the concerns of all the agencies are there because they're getting the calls they're putting the Narcane injections in people <laughs> so these are things that are real and happening you're squeaking the chair against the table and it keeps on like toots in the background. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, you're making this wicked good and poor point and I'm just like <laughs> laughing at you and well, I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, it releases the tension at the same time. Um, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um I I yeah. Do you have anything, Leon, you wanna add to that? No. Yeah, I think Aaron did a good job of uh, sort of... No, I mean, you always articulate things like one hour before I can. Like, I don't know, you just do a good job of 
finding the words where I'm just sort of like, you know, and like the thing with the thing, you know. <coughs> well, I mean, like, I think right now, too, like, you know, we're all very, like, jumpy politically. The discourse is, like, intense. And, you know, for me, it's about bringing it back to, like, our, our local self. Maybe we can rely on the fact that somebody's in the White House that's a little less authoritarian and is, like, maybe not vastly interested in removing rights as faster than providing them. We'll cross our fingers and see how that turns out. Only most good you told. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> in the interim, like, what really changes about our everyday situations and how do, how do we, like, work on that together? And that is really finding about economic stability for those of us that don't have it right now, finding, you know, the health and, 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 and care that we all need. And honestly, yes, pleasure. And that has to be part of the conversation. It can't just be blah, blah, blah. This is what we need to do to join yeah, hands. We, we need to remember that people deserve pleasure at every um, you know in every class structure in mm. every age group in every you know you know whether you have a disability whether you have mm. a fucking whether you have children like what whatever you whatever your life is like you deserve pleasure, pleasure. and Absolutely. I think a lot of times we strip people of the, even just the idea of wanting pleasure because of what their life yeah. looks like. You're homeless. You right. don't get to have pleasure, right? Yeah. Homeless, oh, oh, we laugh at homeless right. people when they're having sex on the side of the street. Well, right. where the fuck are they going to have sex? They're yeah. homeless. Why are we laughing at them? Right. Why don't they deserve pleasure, right? Mm. We, you know, we, we tell a mother that she's being too sexy if she has an OnlyFans right. because she's right. a mother. Right. Why the fuck is she not allowed right. to do that? Yeah. I don't understand who made that rule. Right. What asshole decided that that was a thing that we have to worry right. about? That's a conversation right. for that mother to have with right. that child if she ever fucking needs and or wants to. Why the fuck is that your business? It's not. You know, we take away the privilege of pleasure right. when we feel the people right. wanting it aren't privileged right. enough to have and, it. And, and that's the most fucked up part. You don't get to because get... policing ourselves. Right. You don't As get society, to get the nice dildo... Right, you right. get you have to have the right. one that's going to put well, cancer in your place right, 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 because right. you can't afford it. Right, and let's, it. and let's not forget, pursuit of happiness is not possible without the pursuit of pleasure. Pleasure is not just sex. It's 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 anything that brings you joy. It's food. It's music. It is yes drugs. It is yes good weather. The pursuit of pleasure is happiness. Happiness cannot be happiness is not something that exists without feeling pleasure. Right. I think we can all agree that. Okay. So the broader thing is that journey does not exist. Our entitlement to that idea does not exist if we are not fighting for the right to indulge in pleasure. And it's not an indulgence. It is the way we're set up as human beings. We have a biophysical reward system that like happens when we experience pleasure. And that is we experience elation, peace, joy, like good things, <laughs> so get your balance. <laughs> Absolutely, I I agree, and I think that we need to stop shaming pleasure um, for anybody. Everybody Absolutely. deserves pleasure. Everybody deserves to feel good. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And if they don't, it's because they've broken a cardinal rule, and fuck them. <laughs> and we know what those people look like, right? There are people who, unfortunately, 
we we don't know how to fix them. But yeah. aside from that, I, which that was very vague, but you know what I mean. Where yeah. I don't necessarily want to say like you know pedophiles get to have pleasure too, <laughs> but. Um, it's something that, like, aside from a, subs- a very small group of people in the world, everybody gets pleasure. You get pleasure, you get pleasure, and you get pleasure. Well, I mean... And I, everybody else should... I, 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 the, the fact of the matter is people experience it or don't experience it. Like, we, we, we don't even get to regulate it. That's, that's what exists. All we can say is, if you are participating in a consent pleasure-based thing, whether it's eating or fucking, like right. you're, I guess that was the, you're doing right. That sh- probably should have been the, uh, the caveat I put on it. As long as it's consensual pleasure, you get it. Right, my bad. No. I, I always find a way to, like, step on my fucking words. And <laughs> my foot's in my mouth, and if you were to, like, take out these little sound bites where I'm accidentally shitting my way through a sentence... But, but, but you're not. Like, the, the, you know the, what I mean, though. The thing is... is I, put the, a, I put everything in a dumb <laughs> way. Reality is, is somebody has to stumble through the first iteration. The second and person then can always cleans through. it up for me. We <laughs> Thank <inside>. you, Daddy. <laughs> no, but it's important that people not feel like these. Well, th- these are all. I would like to put just to put an end note on this is that like all of these conversations are organic, and sometimes I don't necessarily have the Absolutely. words on the top of my head to say what I want to say. So right. I some, I, but I like. I also like hearing people kind of. Or hearing people, letting people hear me kind of dig through the weeds to get the right words. Absolutely. You know, because you're not going to always say it right the first time. No. Maybe and you and it's not necessarily going to be right. You say. <laughs> right, but that's, but, but that, that's what these conversations are about. You could also put it out and hope nobody cancels you like I do every fucking week. <laughs> no, but, that, but that's what these conversations are about. Like, the idea, this isn't a respectability politic forum. This is people saying we don't know all the answers this is what we think so far based on what we know based on our experience based on what we've learned in either school or on the streets or wherever and like these are the things we're piecing together together and it's like it's how you do have like an out loud like beat the logic like out of it like what makes more sense than than the first iteration of your idea like how can we fine tune it and make it a more solid thing that other people can get to and arrive at too like that's that's the addition of the conversation and look I remind people when we talk about like the morals around pleasure you know it wasn't too long ago where like you know being queer was still a mental illness listed in the Mm -hmm. DSM so like you know the perspective of what we decide to moralize around in the world we should be very careful I, I highly recommend you keep it to like the idea of consent and equality in any kind of relationship you have right. regardless of the dynamic so um, yeah anything else anybody want to add to our pleasure politic conversation this week no I think uh, me saying pedophiles don't deserve pleasure is a great way to <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>